Welcome to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. Every week we wrestle over movies and books and podcasts and really each other's dumb stories and all of our dumb ideas. So grab a couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. For those who are not fandies, and if you'd like to become a fandy, mancave.com slash fandy, then you hear our pre-show talk. Mandy went to a bananas <laughs> birthday party last <laughs> night that I I wish for you all to hear it. If, so get your member feed so you can hear that description of that. Five bucks. Amazing party. It's worth <laughs> it was, the five bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was good. Uh, back on coffee. So it might go faster today. I think today's episode is going to be like 30 minutes. I love it. I yeah. When you're not on coffee, I don't feel right. Oh, I know. It messes you can up sense- my chakras. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you do this? What do you, what did you do this week? What are you up to? Oh well, I wanted to say I watched the first two episodes of it, Amy Inside Amy Schumer. Oh, I got yeah. Paramount Plus because we we that's one of those that we get it to watch something and let it go and get it again. You know, when as we do with do our streamers. Use- Different emails every time? No, you pay the for the month. Um, oh, gotcha. And Amy Schumer's worth anything to me. I love her. And it is so politicized. It's a little uncomfortable. It's like we're in such a tough time politically that it's hard to laugh right now. But I think like in two years, if I went back and watched these episodes, they would be funnier because I'd have some emotional distance from the place we're in. But Amy Schumer still Amy Schumer. Like, yeah, uh, her face on screen makes me happy all day, every her. day. And we agree. the the show that we watched for the podcast, Bridget Everett, is from the Amy Schumer gang. And so that's... Oh! They're all connected. But uh, yeah, so I would recommend it just because it's Amy Schumer and you will yeah, laugh. I, I think I'm going to go um, check it out. And I yeah. think somebody sent me a little skit... Or, or a part of a sketch that I thought was just tonally was spot on. Yeah. It was that commercial where she goes to look for birth control. Yeah. And she has to, they're like, ask your doctor if birth control is right for you. And she asked the doctor and then the, and then she asks her neighbor and her sister and her boyfriend and her, she has to ask everybody in the oh. neighborhood whether birth a, control is right for her, right? There's a different commercial in the first episode that's also very funny. Oh. Those, her fake commercials are really really good uh, it was so i, I loved it because i loved it because it was legitimately funny mm-hmm. but also making this huge statement on women have to ask permission and what with what to do with their own bodies i mean it was it was really really funny and I, so i i yeah. and i like political stuff and i like then i'd be curious if you watch the first couple i you know, will there there are there are a couple that just uh, sketches that made me go Oof, too much yeah like calm down just, you you want to be funny and pointed yeah. and get your point across, but you don't want to just make me squirm. And some of them are yeah. squirmy. Well, just DM me your login, you know, because times are tight. <laughs> uh, but no, I would I would really love to watch it. I really would. I, I'd love to see if we're both squirmy or if I'm like, right. yeah, stick it to yeah. the man. And you're like, that's too much. But right. I have the whole family from Texas. So really, I think I'm not, I mean, I think I'm not a, a loudmouth at all. And I, therefore, I appreciate it when anybody says what I'm probably screaming inside my head when I'm sure. around my family. Sure. Not all of them, just some of them. Did we want to make a bit of a public service announcement? Did we, did we want to... Oh, yeah, let's do that. to the but, people. 
Can I real quick say just a couple things? Yeah, of course. I finished The Henna Artist. It's really okay. good. So okay. if anybody's looking for a good book, that's a good recommendation. Thank also, you. Also, I just finished life. a 21-day yoga challenge, and I did at least three days of yoga. So <laughs> I'd love to get that certificate if I could. To, from me? You're looking at me like... Just in I'm general. Like, give just you, a, I'll give you a certificate. I don't if know. anyone wants to go into Discord and congratulate me for at least doing three days, more than I would have done had I not taken on a 21-day challenge. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, now we can do our public service. Yes. I'm going to take on a frozen yogurt challenge. <laughs> and I'll I support- go to yogurt land every day for 21 days in a row. I think Just- we should have. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should include me in that because I love a yogurt land. <laughs> oh, she's flashing again. Okay. Uh, Why don't you speak from the heart? Oh, okay. Well, we had an episode where we talked about um, another person's art form and it upset some people. It upset the people who had done the work of art. So I think what we just wanted to say was that our these everything that we're expressing, you guys, you guys know this, honestly. Um, but if you are new and you don't know us, please know. It says right on the brand of our podcast that we argue with each other's dumb ideas and everything that we express is just opinion. And part of the reason, I'm just going to keep going, part of the reason we do this podcast is because, and one of the things, reasons why I love Mandy Kaplan so much, we've been friends for what, 25 years, Mm -hmm. right? An amazing person. Uh, And and we disagree on so much, like not just TVs and books, but sometimes things in life are like, would you do that? No, I don't think that's right at all. And and I really treasure a, a, a relationship where you can have differing points of view and hold space for someone to be different and not one thing. So you don't judge people by their one opinion that they didn't like this movie that broke your heart open and you thought was the work of art of the year or they right. don't care for, you know, and sometimes that gets, you know, that gets mixed up with, I'm, I, you know, it's it's a tough thing to be out in the public. But I just wanted to express that anything we say is purely our opinion, solely our opinion and not and it's kind of nice that we can have we can all have different opinions and it and we mean no harm by it ever. That's the key. We are two friends, you know, uh, disagreeing or or agreeing and expressing yeah. our opinions. And we're not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. And if we ever do, that is never our intention. We are just yeah. talking and expressing ourselves and yeah. our thoughts and dumb ideas. It's so... But and it should never feel cruel. And if it ever has or ever does, you know. Oh, yeah. Also with comedy. apologies. Right. Comedy, like you say stuff just because you're trying out, like you just sort of say stuff off the cuff. It's unedited. And so sometimes we're going to say things, honestly, maybe it's even to try to make the other person laugh or to get the other person's goat. You know how that is? Sometimes someone starts to disagree with you and you're like, mm, right. let me see if I can stick the knife in deep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that, yeah, you and I are not, we are very different and we are very passionate and we're not here to say, yeah. I I didn't like it a little and I really <laughs> did like it a little. We're here to say, I loved it. I didn't. That's yeah. That's what we do. So welcome to the man cave and <laughs> please know we come from a place of respect and love. Yeah. And also <laughs> like, I think we all just need to, well, no, we do. But I also, it's just opinions. Like, yeah. I think that's the, I think it's actually a very good thing in this day and age to for all of us to remember that there are certain things that are facts, like election results, <laughs> but and some and science, right? But there are but opinions about things and about people, like there's so much of it. And yeah. it's all nonsense. It really is all nonsense. 
pathetic because for every opinion we express, there are 500,000 people out there who feel exactly the opposite. For every movie that we're like, ugh, hated every second of it, there's people who are like, oh my God, I feel so, you know, empowered. And yeah, that's all. That's all. Okay. So to that end, let's see how much we can disagree (laughs) about somebody (laughs) somewhere on Mm -hmm. HBO. Yep. This is. Uh, a Duplass Brothers production. It is so Duplassian. If you're a Duplass fan, this feels instantly Duplassian, directed and by I, Jay Duplass. Yes. And I am a Duplass fan, as you know. I don't know. Are you normally? Yes. Yes. I loved Togetherness. Oh, I love, love that, that movie, Blue Jay. Um, did you ever see that with with Mark Duplass and Sarah Sarah Paulson? Is that? I think Mark Duplass even directed that one. I'm not sure. But it's I a two-hander. Seen... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have seen that. It's like he uh, goes back to the town where he went to high school and she went to high school with him and they have one night that's just sweet and oh, no, it's that layered and beautiful. Oh, it's okay. great. I, I highly recommend it if you I, ever I am to. a Duplass fan. Um, it, yeah. It's, it's just interesting that this one, just the look of it, the feel of it, instantly yep. you know you're in a Duplass production. So the, the premise is... The, the music, the tone, the look, everything felt exactly very much in that. So yeah. So it's uh, semi-autobiographical. Bridget Everett, who's a comedian, actress, cabaret performer, she is in her hometown where she has just lost her sister. And we're, and we're learning. They're, uh, we don't learn everything right away. They're, they're leaking out details of this. So she's deeply in grief and she's trying to cope, but she doesn't really fit in with her family in this l- little small town of Manhattan, Kansas, and she doesn't fit in. She gets a very nine to five boring job and she's just really trying to fit in in the town she grew up in. Yep. That's yep. That's where we meet her and meet and meet the gang. Hey! It's a little bit early to be doing that, isn't it? It's 12:30. Fuck, really? Nice underpants. Oh. I lost my sister six months ago. You know, I keep trying to go through her stuff and I get kind of stuck. What a shitty year, huh? <laughs> Love you too, Dad. <laughs> so sorry about Holly. She was a few years ahead of us, right? No, I, I knew I recognized you. No, you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I want to know. I mean, what are you doing with your goddamn life? <laughs> I came home so I could take care of Holly because nobody else wanted okay, to. Okay, right. So that was one year. Babe, what should I eat? The Mexican casserole's really good. There she is. I used to love watching you sing. You're so joyful. You got the voice of an angel. What are you going to do? This little invite to this thing I do. I think you'd really like it. To the fourth ever choir practice, y'all. Come on. This isn't like officially sanctioned. <laughs> nice to have you back home. One of my 
favorite singers in the entire world is here with us tonight. Come on up here. I haven't done this for a long time. God, I can't believe I like know you, know you now. You're a big fucking deal. No, you you brought up the music and right away, the opening credits music. Pete, if you can play the opening credits music, HBO does not have time codes, I apologize. But just that little horn section. I've never been west of the Kansas state line. I've stayed home all my life and I've worked all the time. But I'm a rover at heart and made up my mind. To see what's out west of the Kansas state line. So now everyone My just heard is it. Is that not Schitt's Creek? It's like the same exact. Oh, <laughs> feel oh that's interesting. And instrument and, but oh, this is like, the, so the show is very Schitt's Creekian as well. Like you're supposed to feel like you're in a small town. Oh, but that's the only way that it's Schitt's Creekian. Yeah. It is, is a small town because it's not shot like Schitt's Creek. It's not like Schitt's Creek. The, the only similarity is that they both take place in a small town. I, it is so not a comedy in that way. It's they not a comedy. Mar- they are marketing this as a comedy. I don't Andy think Fagan. it is. I don't either. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It feels like an emotional, uh, an emotional movie. It's not it, I, I, a very, very, very dark comedy, but really more of a drama, if you ask me. Like there are some. It's so sad. It feels sad. You know. Um, yep. I, yeah, it's interesting because I was really excited because I usually really dig their stuff. But I I found hard. I, and again, this really could be me. And I'm not just saying this because we made this whole thing about like, <laughs> our opinions don't mean anything. But I truly, I do find myself going, am I getting lost because there's things I'm missing? I'm not paying attention. Like, you know, that big movie uh, this year where the um, Jane Campion's movie where the kid ends up killing the guy. and Power of there's, the Dog? Yeah, Power yeah, of the Dog. I didn't see okay. it, but yeah. Okay. Well, that movie has this twist that I didn't get. And everyone oh, around okay. me did. But Patrick and I were both like, how did we miss that? Everyone got it except us. So I miss things. Um, but I got to tell you, I all of the elements were there, right? The music, the way it's shot, some of the jokes, some of the, the characters on page. This is the kind of thing I would totally love. But I didn't understand is she living with her parents or not? And her sister, this is going to sound really crazy, but like, was who was her sister? Was it the woman in the picture? There are three the, sisters. So there's, yeah, there's one who's alive and well and judgmental and and mad at her. Yes. And then there's one who was passed on and she was in the pictures. And I think she was a lesbian. And she's black. No, her lover was black, is black. Oh, my God. I didn't get that. Yeah. This whole time they're showing the pictures of this black woman. And mm-hmm. I thought that was, wait, her lover was yeah. black? Where, where is wife. she? Wife? Uh, where was there a wife? I didn't even or, see Or a wife or a lover, I'm not sure. Uh, how many episodes did you watch? Two. Okay, because we did meet the, the wife, but maybe that was episode three. Was that? No, I met that. She wait, goes oh, over God. to her house to to get some closure or talk to her. and Okay, see? 
I'm so confused. So she goes over to talk to that woman. And I was like, well, who's that woman? Did she know the sister? Yeah, that I, was her her lover. Oh my, no, I don't. Are you sure about that, man? Because then she's flirting with the neighbor. No, the and neighbor's she has the new girlfriend. Wait, what? Wait. The, no, the guy, the neighbor guy. The Did sister, we watch the same show? Yes, the sister was married to a black woman. The, the sister, sister the lead. was a, the lead. Oh, the dead sister left behind a grieving widow. Widow, the black woman, and oh. Bridget oh Everett, whose name is Sam, goes to see her. Did we ever see a picture of the sister? It, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, so you can see why I was very <laughs> confused. I and I, I was like, does she live at home? Did she live at home she's taking at, care of the yeah, sister? She's, She's yes, she's like living in the childhood house, I guess. It's, but if the sister was married, was the sister living at home with the parents? Like, why was she living with the parents? Why wasn't she living with the sister? I think she came back to the town to take care of her sick sister. So she's living at home on her parents' couch. Okay. And she was helping okay. take care of her sick sister. That's all we really get. I mean, I don't have more details than you. Wow. And then, okay, so then her sister dies and she's still living at home. Correct. She's now okay. she's grieving and trying to like, pick up the pieces. So, wow. It's it, it it is very bleak. It is very dark. Yeah. And yet, they I watched this little behind the scenes tiny trailer behind the scenes and they call it a comedy. If you look, I think on IMDb it's called a comedy. Were they ha- No, I it's a half comedy. hour. Yeah, it's a half hour. I can see where they would, you know. But it's not funny. <laughs> well, the only I, character that's funny is Jeff Hiller, who plays her coworker, and he's delightful. He's very, oh. very quirky with red hair, and he's gay, and they hit it off. And he he basically is like, I worshipped you in high school because you had a great voice and you could sing and you were in the choir. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. He's like, no, you don't remember me. It's OK. No one remembers me. He's very charming. And I think he's stealing the show out from everyone. Yes, I I totally love him. He's yeah. so so good. What else has he been in? Uh, well, he was out. in a friend of mine's movie called Gaby years and years and years ago. So that's yes. like how I know him. Um, yeah, I remember. But he works I, a ton. Oh yeah, wasn't he in a musical with Christine Lakin? Didn't he do um, that the the musical version of A Silence of the Lambs with her? That's Did you possible. see that? I never. Saw I feel it. like. I feel like he's a musical theater guy, too. I feel like Entirely I saw him possible. in Book of Mormon one time. And oh, my God, just sidebar. Somebody asked me, she's the, she's new to the whole world of musical theater and theater in general, but she's decided she mm-hmm. wants to expose her boys to it. So she got season tickets to the Pantages and she was like, I'm going to take my kids to Book of Mormon. <laughs> How old are they? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're like our kids. They're 12 and... Uh-huh. I, I think it's maybe I told a little Casey, too Casey, like, young. it's a couple more years. Yeah. He's yeah. close it, to ready, but a couple more years. <laughs> we, You know, I basically, I just told her the very worst lyric in the entire thing. I was like, here's a lyric example. And she was like, <laughs> Fuck you, oh. God in the face. <laughs> oh, it's not in the face. You know what it is, right? It's in the ass, mouth, and C word. Fuck you, oh. God in the ass, mouth, and cunt. She was like, okay, so maybe a couple more years. I was like, yeah. Sorry, gotcha. apologies for anybody who really hates that word. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Um, yeah. Um, so anyway. Back I think he's to a our show, to somebody yeah. somewhere. So 
I, uh, she's in the town. She's making friends. This friend, Jeff Hiller, uh, says, come to our meeting tonight at the church. It's not churchy. It's just a place where a bunch of people get together. It's very unclear. It's like an open mic night. Mm -hmm. It's not clear what they're doing there. It looks like an AA meeting, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And then she gets up and sings. And I was mesmerized when she sang. First of all, I don't know what her real voice is like. I don't know if she was not singing to her full potential. But she sang like the best singer from your high school who's not really a singer. And I liked that. I liked that she didn't bust out in this perfect voice. And she's so moved by singing again. Like she's, this is a part of her she has lost. Mm-hmm. And she's finding it again. And I I was crying at the end of the episode. And like she, st- I wrote, um, she started crying about uh, talking about the theme of never giving up on yourself. And it was mm-hmm. beautiful. And I was like, yes, we're in it. And then we went to episode two. And it started off with a very funny scene with her supervisor, like Monica, like, uh, and like Monica was like giving her a speech like, and I was like, oh, okay, totally. We're, we're getting a little more comedy. Like I'm on board bringing up a long time sensitive subject for you and me. She attacks Joel, Jeff Hiller for having a vision board and <laughs> it's funny and it's dark and she takes that joke too far. And, and then there's a great scene in episode two where she goes to see him and he's doing Zumba in his garage and he opens yeah. the garage door and they just let it open so slowly and they just keep letting <laughs> like it open. And I love that comedy. Like that, yeah, me that's too. spot on. So uh, I was like, yes, I have a new show. I'm going to watch every episode the whole week. This is great. Started episode three. It's like a different show. Bridget Everett is back to being Bridget Everett. She's no longer Sam, this character. Mm. She's wacky, over the top, swears every other word. It's like, I don't know if the creators are Hannah Boss and Paul Thorine. Mm -hmm. My guess is they wrote the first two and then turned it over to Bridget Everett writers. Mm -hmm. And I watched about Mm -hmm. four minutes and I'm like, I'm out. I can't handle that. I don't like her persona that she does on stage. I like her buried in this character. Oh, that's interesting. See, I didn't know Bridget Everett before this, but I didn't... uh, I will say I, now. I now I think I have to watch episode three and see what you're I'm talking about. I'm so curious. About. You'll well, cause, it's immediate because <laughs> there was a part of me. There was a part of me that honestly felt like I wasn't quite getting her in that role. Like I wasn't. I wasn't quite getting it. I I wanted to, but I didn't. There was something that was uh, didn't feel authentic to me. And yes. it, you know what I mean. Like I, she, I had me a little bit at arm's length. I didn't. It was like, was she nervous or I wasn't quite going on that emotional journey with her. So part of me wonders if they were a little bit like, let's let Bridget cut loose. Because here's the thing about broad, big character stuff. And this is true. I had a friend in New York I did a show with. She walked in and was started doing what I thought was this character. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. That's how she does it when she meets new people. And then like all through rehearsal, she held the same character and did all her parts as the character. And by the third rehearsal, I was like, oh, wow, this isn't a character. She's just really, really quirky. I mean, mm-hmm. the way she talks, very mannered and very, and it was just 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 who she was. So yeah. 
Maybe Bridget Everett is She belonged is at more. that birthday party last night. <laughs> she really did. <laughs> uh, wacky. I mean, you could only describe her as wacky, but crazy lovable. But really one of those people that you go, how are you just like this normally? Like, this is a, this is a bit, you know? So mm-hmm. is Bridget Everett maybe more like that in real life? And they were trying to write to her more like wacky. Were they trying to make her let her comedy guns go loose? Because it felt like she was sort of being crammed into their voice. And I don't think she, to me, her performance wasn't quite filling out what they had created. Because again, on paper, I was like, oh, I love the script. I love the idea. I love the way they're building this. But I wasn't in it. And I was actually confused because the fact that she didn't sing out you know, I was expecting mm-hmm. her to kind of blow me away because he was talking so much about how he worshipped right. her and she wouldn't remember him and she was the hot thing. She's so pretty. You get it. But like, I don't know why. It, I didn't get that she was, when she didn't, you know what I mean? I thought there would be part of her that you go, oh my God, she has a voice like that and she hasn't sung for all those years. Yeah. But I see what it, you're saying now about the choice to make it like, it felt I haven't real. done this in years. Yeah. yeah. I, and I it was confused for me. my small town. I wasn't, you yeah. know. It was. I, it confused me so much, but I was already confused, as we've established. <laughs> right. Yes. Her. So Bridget Everett is always over the top. If you Google her, the first thing you see is she. She would perform stand up like in a teddy with a bottle oh in her God. hand. Like she's very, very brash, oh. sexual. Everything is sexual. She Holy always shit. says the word titties, which is a word that makes me like vomit. I hate it. Is um, she straight? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I, that was the other thing, too. I just assumed right away she was a lesbian. I don't know why. Um, I guess because the whole premise of the thing was, you know, she's going to a church filled with misfits and she finds her people. And then most right. of them are gay. All of them are gay, actually. So I just assumed she was gay. I, so that yeah. was so weird. Then when she's flirting with the neighbor, I was like, what is going on? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And flirting with the neighbor, she stumbles out to tell him to be quiet and doesn't realize until the end of the scene that she's not wearing pants. And it wasn't funny. How does how is that not funny? She's like yelling at him, like, keep it down. I'm trying to sleep. I don't know. It missed the mark. Bridget Everett's performance in this wavers for me or vacillates between spot on heartbreaking. You're in her soul and you get it. And what you were saying, like muted and forced and inauthentic. And it just kept going back and forth. And then if they are, if they took the reins off in episode three. That's the Bridget Everett that I can't um, get on board with. That's interesting. But when Amy Schumer uses Bridget Everett, she always forces her. In Trainwreck, Bridget Everett is the one when they're at the lovely uh, bridal shower, baby shower, and they're talking about crazy things they've done. And one of them is like, I ate ice cream in the middle of the night. And Bridget Everett's like, oh, you're bad. Oh, you're so bad. And then then it turns into... I think she says, like, I did DP or something like that, like crazy. But she's playing this, like, Christian upstanding conservative lady. That's how you use Bridget Everett. It's hilarious. Yes, yes. When you just let her go, I'm not a fan of what she does. Uh, That's interesting. And I see now I want to see episode three to see if that's the thing that I'd be like, oh, okay. Because I was really, I, I, the brunch scene. Yes. Okay. There was a joke there, right? That whole thing was meant to be humorous. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Well, there was something like she comes in and he's sort of counseling her and like, it's just brunch. And she was, she was weird. And then she waited after everybody left. She's like, I'm going to stay and finish my coffee. But I didn't get what the conflict was. 
Neither did I. I didn't understand her ideas about brunch or why. If she was invited and she showed up, why was she so mad about being there? Like, it was just, there were just some things I'm going, God, I feel like they have put things into context for me so that I will make leaps and I'm not making them. Mm-hmm. So, so I was lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, can you guess what this has on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, a five? I don't know. Six? Five percent? Five out of ten? Six out of ten? No, Rotten Tomatoes is a percentage, like a hundred percent or fifty percent. Or oh, like, okay, and then, then they 50 do like or sixty. Fifty. They do audience and they do critics. Can you okay. can you give me two percentages? The critics are what percent? Uh eighty-five percent. Okay, so you think it's a critical darling, but that the audiences might say fifty percent. Okay, maybe the audiences would say sixty-five. Okay. It has a 100% for the average tomato meter and the and the audience is 90%. That's why I chose it. Because I oh, was like, interesting. Oh, like somebody f- found a way to like to discover mm-hmm. Bridget Everett's it, yeah. soul and put it on screen. And I was so excited. You know, again, this is the thing about her. I, I find her, I find her watchable. Like I'm like, I like her face. I just... I could not connect her to mm-hmm. what she was saying. Like I couldn't, I just, I, and again, as we've established, I was very lost with the just pure logistics of the story. I still think that's very confusing uh, that mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't clear on who the third sister was. I wasn't clear on who that her lover was. I thought it was Bridget Everett's lover. Right. <laughs> so I was just totally confused. The one thing I will say that I love more than anything, and I wish would have, they would have done more with was watching that mom walk into that screen, that back door. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the mom's that, like a, a non-functioning no, alcoholic. So that no, she's a horrible pass out drunk, oh. which, you know, I, look, I have a lot of that in my family and I just lost it when she walked into that door. I just yeah. thought it was so funny. That's a storyline that I'm excited to see unfold because, you know, I'm wondering like how television echoes life, what they do with that. It is very sad, well, but because it's so sad, you also just have to laugh because what are you going to do? You well, know, that's my make... favorite kind of laughter is taking something deep and dark and making it funny somehow. And I don't think this yeah. is doing that. So uh, yeah. yeah, watch a third episode and let me know. But are we ready to give it man jobs or is there more sure. to say? Yeah. And and if anybody out there is watching it, please reach out to us on Discord, mancave.com slash Discord. I want to hear like what pe- if I want to hear from somebody who's like, you're missing it, Mandy's. Yeah, <laughs> this is that's... why it's great and emotional yeah. and important. I'm not getting yeah. it, but it is it is a critical yeah. darling and a an audience darling on Rotten Tomatoes. If you can trust that's Rotten so Tomatoes. Funny. I don't um, know if you can. I, I really do feel like people stack that stuff. <laughs> but, you know, you can't stack critical. So you're right. Yeah, that's really interesting. Hmm. OK, how well, many uh, man jobs would you give it? I would probably give it I would give it two and a half. But honestly, it's only because I was confused. If you know, now I if I go back and take a look at it again with the pieces in place, I might enjoy it more. But I was so like trying to follow what was going on. Right. Um so I, that's me. I, I think I'm gonna give it the same. And and honestly, one of those man jobs is solely for Jeff Hiller, who I mm. now want him I want him to do his own show. I want to watch everything he does. I he is delightful. He's such a good he's actor. Special. He's so funny. He's really special. Yeah. You yeah. I just want to hug him that. and hang out with him and be oh, and near I, him. 
And I really like the sister and I really like the mom. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, Bridget Everett has a lot of heavy lifting to do. And I was mm-hmm. having a hard time following the story and getting inside her performance. But I like yeah. her. I just, I'd be curious to see that episode three now. That's interesting. Well, there you go. Somebody, some Mandy somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Remember that title. It's going to come in handy when we play our game. Uh, Oh, yeah. And also, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, you. Well, I was going to say, you know, tomorrow is election day, so we don't know what's going to happen. But so when when people hear this podcast, they will have information that we don't have. It's going to be really interesting. And I just want to say, no, 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 no. I just want to say good luck, everyone. And hang in there. No matter what happens, it's going to be okay. We'll all go to France. Learn French. Start start studying your French. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. (laughs) Oui, oui. Madame. Uh, Well, before we play our My Dumb Game, we are going to tell everybody that Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. Please, please give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Tell your friends. Make comments. And we'll give you shout-outs on the air. Spread the word. We want to grow. Yes. And if you want to spread the word, you can also buy your friends and family some merch this year. Go to mancave.com slash merch. First of all, it's just entertaining. One of the best websites you'll ever visit. (laughs) And uh, also... Hanukkah and Christmas are overlapping this year. So, you you know, you got to double up. You can't spread out that gift buying. So make it right. easier on yourself and go to mancave.com slash merch. And uh, we already told people how they can become a fandy. And join mancave.com slash fandy. Yeah. And you can come join us on Discord, which is mancave.com slash Discord. Basically, you could spend an entire half a day on mancave.com and just noodle around, guys. You won't be sorry. That was the theme of my... Um, that was my high school graduation theme, our graduating class. Noodle around. You won't be sorry. <laughs> Noodle around. <laughs> yeah. And look that what explains happens. a lot about you. Uh, <laughs> okay. I came up with a really clever, new, fresh game that I think we've played before. <laughs> I know I've played it on Saturday matinee. If anybody is interested, there's a fun podcast on True Story uh, called Saturday Matinee that I am a sometimes host of and we talk movies and tv and we always play a game and this is a popular game on there but i can't remember if you and i have done it okay it's called the title game you take a movie title i know i hang in there it's a team game it's not like Mm -hmm. you on your own it's together it's a it's like an improv game okay yeah i love it so you take a title of a movie or tv show everything's free game Uh uh-huh and you build on the beginning or the end of it. Have we done that? Oh, yeah. We did yeah. this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So somebody somewhere feels like a good one to do this with. So yes. we're going to start with somebody somewhere. and In time. Oh. Oh, look who's showing off. Well, yep. I haven't even written somebody somewhere. <laughs> somebody somewhere in time. Somebody somewhere in time bandits. <laughs> Um, now remember you can use just it's it doesn't have to be oh that's right it doesn't have to be bandits blank it can be just that last okay somebody somewhere in time bandits a wonderful life there oh god see (laughs) i can't even keep up band it's a wonderful Uh, life uh, uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> Threesomebody uh, somewhere. Wasn't oh, is there a three, movie called is, Threesome? Feels like there was. Let's go for it. Joss Charles and Lara Flynn Boyle. Why do I know that? Oh, 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 okay, sure. I like it. Okay, Three so... Somebody Somewhere in somewhere Time in Bandits, time. A Wonderful Life. Life of Pi. Ooh, I love pie, too. Oh, oh spelled God. differently. Okay. What's your favorite pie? Just sidebar. What really? Is it like a cherry pecan. or a pe- oh, pecan? <gasps> pecan. So oh, easy. So I love it so okay. much. Okay. I know Jared you're out of town like for it. you're out of town for Thanksgiving, but like for Christmas, you gotta yes. have my sister's pecan pie. Oh done. It's Can beyond. we do Christmas together? And yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. is hearing it out there in the world. So now <laughs> you'll get in yeah, trouble no. if you don't. Well, it's it's Chris Hanukkah because we have right. to celebrate Hanukkah too. Yeah. So you have to get eight gifts for each of my family members, and then we'll get you your standard Christmas gifts. It'll be great. Great. That's, uh, that's good. We'll bring the lackeys. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to feed pie. We'll feed you pie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pie. Yes. Oh, pie. pie. Uh, Three somebody uh, somewhere in Time Bandits, a wonderful life of pie. I Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, God. Oh my God, you're so good. Caribbean. <laughs> Is there a movie called Bean Roller? If not, there should be. Don't you think? I'm going to look it up right now. Come on. There has to be. And if there's not, co- I'm copywriting that title. I'm getting off and I, no pun intended. Bean. No, there's not. There's no movie called Bean Roller. I am seriously doing this. <laughs> I will have a first draft by next week. Um, bean, is there something you eat? Bean? Caribbean? Well, there's, what about that? What about, isn't there a movie like called Being There or something? There is. It's, it's a different. Being there. Being there. We're, we're, good, we're, we're playing it fast and loose. <laughs> um, is there a, there's something about Mary. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. So while you're thinking, yep. I'm going to reread this title. And Pete, please don't make uh, merch with this on it. Three somebody somewhere in time bandits, a wonderful life of pirates of the Caribbean. There's something about Mary. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I I'm I really am dying to figure out if there's a well, there's Deadpool 3. <laughs> okay. I love it. It keeps it going. Deadpool 3. Did you look it up? Uh well, I looked Peter. up to see if there was a three. Okay, Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. Oh, oh, Walking and Talking was Walking and Talking, not Talking and Walking. That's too right. bad. Oh. Is there walk. a boots are made for walking? Well, it or, could just be walk. Oh, that's right. Walk. Walk the line. Um, uh, mm, yeah. Very short walk. I want. Oh, oh, you know, somebody, I feel like right now there's some listener out there going, blah, blah, walk. Of course. You know, that's the fun of it because <laughs> it's just driving them crazy. Oh, God. Uh, walking Deadpool 3, somebody somewhere in time bandits, a wonderful life of parrots, pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> there's something about Mary. Oh, that's so good. Re, um, Mary, Mary, Mary. She did have that little lamb, but I don't know if they made a movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end there because that was hilarious. <laughs> All right. And Great. now we have a new screenplay we got to get going on. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll start it's- typing the title page and then 
I'll call you on Wednesday. We'll start the script. Okay. It's got to be a horror. I mean, what happens with that lamb? (laughs) Absolutely. Somebody's got to silence that lamb. Hey, yeah. So there it is. I love, I just love that game because you get that long string out and it's ridiculous and fun. Yeah. No rules, no points. Yep. It's teamwork. It's it's teamwork. We're just, we're not against each other. We're with each other. Oh, okay. So now I get to assign you something. Okay. Yeah. This was a really tough week because there are so many things that I want to watch. Yeah. It's getting harder to pick one thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's something I really want to watch. And it's a total softball. And thematically, it's something we do all the time. And I just don't care because I really want to watch it. Yes. (laughs) I'm here to make your dreams come true. Oh, Mandy, there is a season two. I know there's also a season two of of White Lotus, but we're not doing that. Okay. There's a season two of The Vow. Oh, 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 okay. Uh Uh-huh. 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 Keith Raniere. Yeah. Now, I know we feel like maybe the story is exhausted, and maybe it is, and that'll be a criticism of the show, but I can't pass it up. Uh, that no, it's cult, good. It's top oh, That mm-hmm. cult grabbed me in its clutches, and somebody told me there was a season two, and I was like, what are you saying? I signed up for their mailing list multiple times, but I think the business is having <laughs> trouble. For Nexium? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried, you know. I figured maybe I could get a discounted price because they were having all those issues with documentaries being made about them and I could, sure. you know, take their classes cheaper, but no one's getting back to me. So And your labia is already branded. So <laughs> I don't think they branded the labia per se, oh. but wow. Did okay. you watch the first one? No, but I, I listened to the podcast. What so I, in the hell's what? You never watched the first one? No, because I started to, and I was like, oh, we're right. I've heard the story. Oh, I've seen this person. Oh, I know this interview. They were oh. very much the same, and the podcast oh. came first. So Keith Raniere captures my imagination. Keith Raniere is the kind of guy I would have met at that party. Yes. Oi. Now things yeah. just took a dark turn. <laughs> I know he's a monster, but, like, I love him. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't love what he did, but, like, he's... So as a character, I'm like, whoa, he fascinates uh, me. This he's a horrible brought person. to you by BetterHelp.com. <laughs> Just saying. I, that, no, he's yeah. fascinating. He didn't kill anybody, did he? He didn't murder anybody. He's not like Scientology weird. He, uh, but he did the branding. You know, he's a horrible, he's a, you know, he's a horrible person. I, to be honest, I've forgotten a lot of it. Okay. Well, I love, I love the fact that he made his people go play volleyball at midnight. <laughs> and oh, that, see, that's and fun. That, and that's where they could talk to him. Like, he was such a weirdo. Like, a yeah. study in weirdness is what I'm going to say. That's why I love him. Not because I okay. agree with him. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I will watch season two of The Vow. We are both going to consume the Lacey Peterson doc series. And we're going to discuss that on a bonus pod. Oh, yeah. I did get a message. I haven't... Yeah, I, I got a message from a uh, the listener, a listener who was like, I don't know if that's, she had thoughts, but I didn't get to watch it because I didn't get to read it. Because well, she, we're doing that during our break at some point. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think maybe our first episode back will be the Matthew Perry book. So yes. heads up after, on that. After this next episode where we talk about this, right? Correct. Okay, got it. Correct. Got it. I'm just giving a heads up because that one's a long oh. one so people can listen to it over the holidays and the then math, we can all yeah. come together mm-hmm. and... Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You were just doing that? some math, Matthew Perry. <laughs> oh, now everything in your life will be the title game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, love you. I love you. Yeah.